God is good, church. Why don't we give him one more praise? Not one more, but just another one. Amen. We have our table talks tonight, and we are, thank you, gentlemen. We're excited to share with you all. Um, how's everybody doing tonight? Amen. Amen. God has been so good to us. Um, our uh, pastors, my, my Aunt Bailey came in from Texas. So they're picking her up from, where I think, the airport. I don't know where, but they're picking her up and spend time. So they asked us to take the, the service tonight. Um, and what greater privilege. Amen. You ready? <laughs> you doing all right over there? <laughs> all right. All right. Settle in. Settle in. Tonight, um, you know, over the last few months, we've done a lot of um, a lot of the topics in the Bible when it comes to the foundations of our faith. And we came to an end of those foundations. Um, but before we even talk about tonight, when we were going over what to talk about tonight, we just felt God was going to do something different. And um, we, you know, we have a plan, but ultimately we don't want it to, to be A, B, C, D, E, F, G. When, when the Holy Spirit's telling us what to do and how to, how to be obedient. Um, but we're going to talk, if God willing, about seasons tonight. Um, before we do that, did God, you know, put anything on your heart to share during worship or anything? Um, yes, he did. So before service, um, I usually, Abraham's like, oh, can you make sure the lyrics are correct for the, for the songs? Because a lot of times, like, online or anyone in service, like, you want to sing along. So I was like, okay, let me just check the lyrics. And um, there's a song, uh king of my heart that we used to sing years ago and I was just laughing with Abraham and like Nivia and I was like okay let me make sure we have the lyrics um, I'm like oh man we haven't sang the song in like years but I'm like oh I was joking around like oh when it comes on my Spotify I was like oh we used to play the song all the time that I would skip it but then tonight during that song God just kept reminding me and the of he is good, like all the time, and he's never gonna let us down. And it was almost like for years I kept like skipping the song because we heard it so many times, um, and it was such a routine that tonight I just felt God just saying like, whatever season that you're in, he's so good. In the season where we're in the wilderness, he is so good. In the season where there is joy and the harvest is ripe, he is so good. And that he'll never let us down, no matter what. And that's kind of what um, he spoke to me during worship, was that never to forget the goodness of God and his faithfulness, no matter if we're in the valley or we're on the mountain, to praise him. Even in the season of skipping songs, he is good. <laughs> but, you know, he is and I, I'm, I feel that, it, you know, back in the day when, when we think about it as a worship leader, um, you play songs you know. 
And sometimes you just play them over and over and over because you don't want to, like, try something new and then it become, like, everyone's looking at you like, that wasn't that good, you know? <laughs> but over time, we've been able to explore more. And I, I do want to give a humongous shout-out to not only our worship team but our production team because we amen, that's week in and week out. There's guys behind that camera. There's girls behind those computers that serve God. And they don't, well, actually, they all are on the platform, too. They're, they're just serving wherever they can. And if, if I can say we need more of that in our church, I don't got time to look at other places, but in our church, we need more people willing to say, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. I don't know how to do it, but I'll do it. And it's, it's something when it's a season, and we talked about it because we just got out of a, a season in our life. We're in a season now, and we're going to another season. And it's, it's very, uh, we were talking about it today, and it was kind of revealing because we were married six years ago, and for years we have been trying to have children. Nothing worked. Nothing worked. Now she's pregnant. Amen. And and uh, it's a it's a blessing because when we're singing these worship songs, I remember singing these songs in my last season. Of man, God, he's like I'm singing. Great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. But like, uh, where's my kid at? You know, <laughs> I'm being 100% transparent with you all because we, we have a bad habit of saying, if you do this, 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 God does that, 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 that. And I don't think God works that way. You know, we might work that way in our marriage or in our friendships where we need to like, I give, you give. God's not that way. He gives. He gives freely. But he gives what we can handle. He is, uh, what did we talk about? How the season that we were in, it was building our faith. If you want to go in your Bible to James 1. I mean, I can just tell you. But it, <laughs> it says, blessed are those who are persecuted. Right? Blessed are those, because that struggle produces perseverance Perdu perseverance produces faith in our life so for six five four years it doesn't matter we were in this season of singing how faithful god was how thankful we are how his mercies are new every morning how he's blessed us and he will provide and his promises are yes and amen even though we looked at our life and it wasn't the reality in that moment. And I remember sitting up here saying, God, even if you don't do it, you're still good. Even if you don't give me my heart's desire, maybe my motives are wrong. I, that's how I talk to God because I don't ever want to be out of the will of God. And am I? Yes, a lot. But I, I do my best not to. I don't know if you can speak to the last season. Um, from from your perspective, from 
all that you had to, you know, serving in the church, having family, you know, talk about the difficulties, talk about whatever you want to talk about. I feel like our last season, we were like in the waiting room. We were in a season of waiting. Um, but in that season, you know, when we're in the waiting and you see pregnancy announcements or you see baby showers and you see so many different people pregnant or having babies and it's like, you know, we could be depressed or we could be sad or we can turn that around and be like, no, I, I'm going to bring joy into the situation. Even though we're not, you know, pregnant yet, I want to bring joy and I want to celebrate with other people. And, and that's praise and that's worship because our position and our heart has to be in such a position of worship in everything that we do. And, you know, it, it was difficult at times because there were seasons where we would be like, how come we're doing every single thing we're serving? There were seasons of depression yeah. and frustration and anger. Like, let's be real. Those things were all in the mix. But then God was just like, no, we need to celebrate with them. We need to bring love and joy and you need to be in a, you need to make sure that your heart is right. And, and not when you see someone have that bitterness or have that anger for someone, you know, having a, a child is a blessing, no matter what, it's a blessing. And um, scripture even says, you know, before I even knew you, like God knows what baby, you know, God only knows. And we need to come in such a place of love, of, of celebrating that. And um, for me, God really grew us in that, in that season of where we have to have faith, we have to have hope, we have to stand firm, but also it's important to have a community of people standing with you, holding up your arm in prayer and believing with you because we can't do this by ourselves. And as much as we're seeking God, you know, it's important to have those people with you, fighting with you, believing with you. And that's and, what we and, learned in that season. And God did so much in that because I remember for the first few years, Priscilla didn't want nobody to know. And it was kind of like, all right, I have to respect that. I'm a, you guys know me. I'm a, I just tell everybody like <laughs> I am what I am, you know, but I had to, I had to support and, and pray. And it was weird because she would tell me, I don't want people to know this. And then she would tell everybody on the altar. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, I thought you didn't want nobody to know, you know, but I, you know, it was just like, God was little by little. Now you see what he was doing. And, and now we're in this different season of preparation where God is not only, you know, we've already had people kind of try to tell us certain things like, you know, if, you're, if your daughter marries a boy or a girl, him or her, <laughs> like, nah, no, no. And those things are coming up because God is preparing us to not just 
right now, I, like on 4th of July, hopefully everyone had a great 4th of July. We were in the sun all day long and enjoying everything. But in the morning, I started building a shed because I have to prepare. I have a baby coming. I have two-bedroom house, and I need one of those to go to her. Right now, it's full of flowers. <laughs> so I have to take everything from one shed, put it in another. Before I do that, I got to build the shed, and then I have to put everything in the room into the old shed, and I have six months to get all of this done, right? So if anyone wants to help, you know, I'll take Ella help. No, I'm joking. But God is preparing us, and I think there's a season to come in each one of our lives. There's a season we're in. There's a season we just got out of. What is your posture? What is your response to the season that you're in? We have to go through it. We have to find God in everything. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's like, I don't, there's no way God can be in this because this is dark. This is bad. This doesn't, there's like, and, and that might be the case because God doesn't harm us. And I would just want to add to that because I've mentioned this before, the scripture that the Lord gave me for this year um, was, is Jeremiah 29 verse 11. And it, I'm going to read it, or if you guys want to turn there. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Verse 12. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And seek has been another thing that the Lord has really um, placed on my heart is that, you know, we want the provision and the blessings and all these amazing, wonderful things. But when we have the chaos going on in our life and when we're in the season of wilderness and when we're in so many different seasons in our life, we need to be in that place where we're seeking God with all our heart. We need to get low. We need to get deep with him. We need to get intimate with him because when we seek Jesus, it doesn't matter what else happens around us. There's no sickness. There's no chaos. There's no broken. Uh, there's no disease. There's nothing in the presence of Jesus Christ. And we have to be able to seek him and find those moments to seek him. I, I see David in the Bible and he was on the run and, and his son wanted to kill him, but he was always after God's heart. He was always seeking God. And if we can be in that place of making sure that we're seeking Jesus and we have the, we see the beauty of Jesus in everything, it doesn't matter what we're going through because when we're in the presence of God, Nothing else matters. Amen. That's a good one. That's a, that's something to praise God over. But that is what it is, our posture. When when we posture our life to seek, I, Sunday there was a very prophetic moment. when We were singing in worship, rest on us, Lord, rest on us, Lord, rest on us, Lord. And then it was the more I seek you, the more I find you, the more I find you, the more I love you. 
that's sometimes what's that's what's missing from the world is they're not seeking after God. They're seeking after something to fill a void. They're trying to feel the pain. They're trying to feel the emptiness. They're trying to feel the darkness. But with what? Just nonsense. And here we have an answer. Maybe we haven't done so good as an overall church at presenting Jesus because everybody knows about Jesus. At least here in the United States, I don't think there's a person on the planet that has not heard that name and does not know about Christianity and faith. But why are they looking elsewhere? Why do some of us look elsewhere? And, and, and it's, the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and darkness and spiritual forces. And so when we consider that, there's been seasons where... I'm in my word every day. I'm in worship, let's just say, every day. I'm finding a word from God every day. But there's so much chaos around me that if you were to ask me what's God ministering to you right now, I'd be like, I don't even know. Because in the morning when I wake up, my mind is focused on the word, on worshiping him. But then I get in my car and I get in traffic and I go to work and then my job is chaotic and stressful and then I go home and there's you know bills that need to get paid and there's the you know this and that and the other thing and then I begin to lose my focus I probably started at item number two my focus began to lose so what do we do when that happens what she says just find a place um one of the worship members on our team sent us a uh a thread, I don't know what, like a blog that um, I subscribe to. And it's from a man, his name is uh, John Thurlow. And I don't, I've never even heard him worship. I don't, I think he's a worship leader, but he is. So um, his, his blog ministers so much to me because when I read it, it talks about when you're distracted and well, he's saying when I'm distracted and when I can't, when I'm reading my Bible and I'm reading the words and then I can't tell you what I'm reading. Has anybody gone through that? Like I'm yes. literally reading, reading, reading. And I'm like, I did not pay attention to one of those words. <laughs> like I'm just reading a book right now and, and he'll stop himself and he'll just say, Jesus. I don't know if you felt that, but I just felt something when that happened. Jesus. And he waits until he feels a shift in his atmosphere. And it's, he talks, he teaches worship teams to um, embrace the quiet time, embrace the still moments, you know, and so many times, you know, our team does a great job and they, they try and they're, they practice and they, you know, perfect their, their craft. Um, And it's hard when you, practice something and you focus on something and then God wants us to be still the easy thing is to just perform and be like nope verse two verse three chorus bridge end big symbols elder j big symbols let's let's get it out but we have to have discernment that's 
for me, one of the most important things a Christian can have in his and her life is discernment. Because so many people, like the Bible talks about wolves in sheep clothing. That they will be in this building. They will be in the church. It says, be on guard. If we're in La La Land with flags and with tambourines and like just oblivious to what what Satan is trying to do, we'll accept anything. We'll say, yeah, brother, yeah, sister, God is this, God is that, God is good. We might be letting a, a wolf into this door, into this room, into our home, into our lives, into our marriage, into our families. We need discernment. And my dad always ministers, and he's he tell he's told us this since we were kids. If you knew someone was coming into the house to kill every single one of your family, what would you do? And obviously, we're like. We're going to do everything we can to stop them. So why aren't you stopping what's coming into your house and destroying everything around you? And it's like, oh, man. And, and he always gets men with that because a man's response is always like, I'm going to kill that sucker. Fourth Amendment, you know, the Second Amendment, like not fourth, Second Amendment, I'm putting it into work. But then it's like, well, what about your problem with this or your problem with that that's coming in and it's destroying your home and then it's like oh shoot uh, what do you say so grow in discernment grow in the word because that is what we rely on i'm a worship leader but worship music will not get us through the battle it's, it's who, like what we do to give God what he deserves. And then he comes and then he's like, I'm before you, I'm behind you, I'm at your right, I'm at your left. The battle's already won, trust in me. And he, he builds us to a place where we're like, all right, God, I trust you. You, you. We come to church with problems, right? And then when we're in the presence of God, we forget about the problems. But then we leave and the problems come right back because worship music doesn't do it. It's a posture, like you said, of continual worship, continual breaking before God and redirecting ourselves, redirecting ourselves, redirecting ourselves. Amen. I don't know if you want to pray for us tonight or share. And as we close tonight, um, another verse I just wanted to share that the Lord gave me during worship was First Chronicles 16, verses 10 through 12. Glory in his name. Let the heart of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember his wondrous works that he has done, his miracles. And I just wanted to end in, in that and pray into that, um, where our hearts can be after God, seeking him continually in his presence. So Father God, we thank you, Lord, for tonight. We thank you for each and every person that's here. We thank you for each and every person, Lord, that's online. 
We cover them, Lord, with the blood of the lamb from the top of their head down to the soles of their feet, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that the plans that you have for us, Father God, are for welfare, Father God, not evil, Father God, to prosperous, Father God. No matter what season we're in, Father God, we thank you, Lord. We give you all the honor and all the glory, Father God. We pray, Father God, that we can seek you, Lord, with all our strength, Father God, that we can seek you, Father God, in your presence continually, Father God. We pray, Holy Spirit, to be with us, walk with us, lead us in whatever season that we're in, Holy Spirit, we ask that you lead us, and we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that what you're doing for what you're about to do. We break every spirit, Father God, of infirmity tonight, Lord. We break every spirit, Father God, of depression. We break every spirit of suicide, Father God, tonight. We break every um, spirit, Father God, of 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 loneliness, Father God, of heartbroken, Father God. We, we break that spirit in Jesus' name, and we command it to go down to the bottomless pit of hell, Father God. And we loose, Father God, the spirit of love, Father God, the oil of joy, Father God, the spirit of healing, Father God, the spirit of, of restoration, Father God, your glory, Father God, to penetrate in each and every mind and heart, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for the season that we're in, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that we're gonna come out victorious, Father God. God. We thank you, Father God, for the times that we're in the valley, Father God, and we thank you, Lord, for the times that we're on the mountain, Father God, and no matter what, Father God, we're going to praise you with everything that we have, Father God. We thank you, Lord. We cover every single family, Father God. We pray, Father God, for the next generation, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for your promises, Father God, that they're yes and amen, Father God. We pray, Father God, for for provision tonight, Father God. We pray, Father God, if there's a circumstance or a struggle in anyone's life tonight, Father God, that you are breaking walls, that you are breaking chains, Father God. We pray for breakthrough in that situation, Father God. We declare, Father God, that you're opening the door, Father God, and that you're closing the door, Lord, that needs to be closed, Lord, and we seal that shut with the blood of the Lamb, Father God, and we thank you, Father God, that you're opening, Father God, the windows of heaven, Father God, in our situation. Situations, Father God, in, in every heart, in every mind, in every home, in every family, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We give you all the honor and all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, Amen. church. That is good, church. We love, love you. you. God bless. Have a great day. We Sunday we have